0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, January 23rd, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Exclusion pay may return. Hurtado eyes foreign ag investors and congressional panels await final rosters. California may get permanent exclusion pay. Cal OSHA's governing board last week charged the agency with drafting an infectious disease standard that incorporates exclusion pay. Now, the agency working on a permanent standard that would replace the COVID-19 rules that expire at the end of next year. The board which routinely sides with labor interests, was divided over forcing employers to pay for recovery time when a worker is exposed to a disease. Kate Crawford, a managing representative on the board, worried that it would conflict with state and federal laws. Another business member on the board argued it is an issue for a different government arm. Others who supported exclusion pay for COVID-19 were leery of translating it into a much broader infectious disease standard covering illnesses like ringworm and the common cold. The proposal also raised concerns over dictating the outcome of a regulatory process before the agency has reviewed the science. Yet the board chair and others remained frustrated. The agency removed exclusion pay from the COVID-19 standard last year and sought to make a strong statement. Business interests were not allowed to comment until after passing the resolution. They questioned who should fund such a mandate, arguing that should be a decision for the legislature. Hurtado targets foreign ag investors again. Senate Ag Chair Melissa Hurtado has reintroduced a bill aimed at barring foreign governments from purchasing farmland in California. Remember, the Tulare County farmer, John Werner, testified in support of the measure last year. He argued rural small farmers simply can't compete with the power of foreign investors for that scarce resource of water. Yet Governor Newsom vetoed the measure. He reasoned it would have created, quote, new and arduous responsibilities for CDFA and added data reporting that is outside the department's purview. On that note, Assemblymember Ash Clara of San Jose is jostling for votes as he seeks to designate an official state mushroom. The fungus getting the nod in his new bill is the California Golden Chantel. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.raboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Robo AgriFinance. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. EPA takes step toward potentially regulating more CAFOs. The Environmental Protection Agency is launching a study on the water quality impacts of large animal feeding operations before deciding whether to tighten rules for them. And a plan released Friday that addresses several industry sectors, EPA said it needs more information, quote, to identify the extent to which concentrated animal feeding operations discharge into waters of the United States. The data the agency has is sparse, the agency said, noting that its preliminary analysis was only able to analyze monitoring data from 16 reporting CAFOs. A petition filed last fall seeking tougher rules for CAFOs, citing EPA data, said there are about 21,000 large CAFOs in the U.S., but only about 6,000 have Clean Water Act National Pollutant Discharge Elimination Permits. States largely have responsibility for issuing permits for CAFOs. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. USDA looking for simplified rural broadband application process. Agriculture department leaders are looking to ensure that billions in government funding are easier to access by the rural communities many federal programs are meant to serve. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, USDA Undersecretary for Rural Development Sochi Torres-Small highlighted USDA's ReConnect program, which is currently seeing more applications than available funding. The 2021 infrastructure bill invested $65 billion to expand broadband connectivity in rural America. The expansion of funding was welcome from many areas, hoping to leverage it to improve local internet service. Still, Torres Small says there are many ways rural development programs can better serve people living in those areas. Again, you can read our full report at agripulse.com. Committees await final rosters. The House and Senate will be finalizing committee rosters over the next week or so, clearing the way for the start of hearings on the Farm Bill and other issues. Democrats have yet to name their members of the House Ag Committee. Some House committee rosters could be finished this week, but Ags may not come until next week, according to a source. The Senate, which has not been in session since being sworn in the first week of January, they'll be naming committee memberships in the coming days as well. By the way, the House this week is scheduled to take up a GOP energy bill that could provide an early test of the Republican leadership's ability to manage the narrowly divided House. The bill, H.R. 21, would require the Biden administration to develop a plan for increasing oil and gas production on federal lands before drawing down the strategic petroleum reserve the bill will be considered under a modified open rule, which would allow for a wide range of amendments. Record attendance anticipated at Dairy Forum. Starting yesterday, running through Wednesday, the International Dairy Foods Association is holding Dairy Forum 2023. It'll bring together representatives of the entire dairy supply chain. With record attendance on the books, they're expecting more than 1,200 attendees in Orlando, Florida for the event. Last night, former House Speaker Paul Ryan offered policy insights gleaned from two decades in Congress The last time a farm bill was debated during his tenure. Former Secretary of Agriculture Dan Blickman and former House Ag Committee Chair Colin Peterson featured speakers on a panel this morning offering an outlook on food and nutrition policy. Finally, here's today's He Said It. Farm worker overtime was great. It took a generation to do. That Assembly Speaker, Anthony Rendon, sharing his biggest accomplishments with Politico. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, January 23rd, brought to you by Robo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Daly.